welcome to My American Melting Pot, the podcast for people living multicultural lives. I'm your host, Lori L. Tharps. I'm a Black woman married to a Spanish man raising three bilingual, biracial, bicultural children. I'm also a journalist, an author, and an anti-racism educator and consultant. Some people call me a cultural critic or a pop culture pundit. I call myself a diversity diva, and I'm really glad you're here for the Don't Be Racist series on the My American Melting Pot podcast. This is episode 54 of the podcast and number six in our Don't Be Racist series. Today's lesson is a tough one, but necessary all the same. We're going to be talking about what to do when friends and family members are Trump supporters. I'm not going to teach you how to talk to them or how to get them to change their ways. Nope. Today's lesson is all about disengaging. I'm going to tell you why you should disengage and how. For this episode, we're going to get right into it. Hello, my anti-racism warriors in training. Let's just take a deep breath before we get started, okay? I'm sitting here recording this episode on Tuesday, October 27th. Yesterday, police officers shot and killed yet another unarmed black man in my city of Philadelphia. Rioting and looting then broke out last night. On top of that, the coronavirus is surging all across the United States and all over the world. Back here in the United States, there's a new Supreme Court justice who has about as much right to serve as my cousin Leroy. And California is on fire again. Or actually, maybe it's just still on fire. But the point is, California is in trouble. I don't know about you people, but I'm feeling like 2020 is trying to kill us. Deep breath, Lori, deep breaths. Let's all think happy thoughts for a moment. Okay, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. We do have to acknowledge that if we don't think happy thoughts and we don't take care of ourselves, this country will break us all the way down. Okay, one more deep breath. Actually, that's what this episode is really about, anti-racism warriors. We are the ones doing the hard work. We are the ones fighting the good fight. But Warriors can't fight without taking a rest, without getting rejuvenated, and finding peace whenever they can. We do have to prioritize our own self-care. We have to protect our spirits. We have to feed our joy, or else we will lose all of our momentum and taste for this work. And if there's one thing that will suck the joy and peace out of your personal space, it's family and friends who vote for Donald Trump. Now that we're only days away from official election day, we have to talk about this topic. Dear listeners, what I want you to walk away with today after this episode is how and why you should disengage from your Trump-supporting family and friends. This is not a political statement. This is not a because Lori said so. This is really about protecting your own well-being. So let's begin by talking about why, and then we'll get into the how. I guess we have to start by stating the obvious. Donald Trump is a liar, a criminal, a tax cheat, and a misogynist. He's a narcissist willing to support white supremacist groups if they support him. And he doesn't seem to know the meaning of the word diplomacy. He cares little for the common man, and he doesn't understand how science works. 
He also tweets a whole lot of dangerous malarkey. He is a racist and a xenophobe as well. So if you have friends or family members who are voting for Donald Trump, then they are essentially saying that they are okay with the type of person that he is. They are literally saying that they are okay with the fact that he is a liar, a criminal, and a tax cheat. What does that say about their moral code? What does that say about the values that they believe in? Let's start with that. Now I'm going to give you three more reasons why you should be separating yourself from these people in your life. Reason number one, crazy talk is contagious. If you're surrounded by people who are Trump supporters, eventually their own racism, sexism, misogyny, xenophobia, etc. might rub off on you. I know you might think that you've got your own thoughts and ideas, but crazy talk is definitely contagious. And if you're around it all the time, it will begin to infect your own thinking. Number two, Trump supporters think Trump is a sane and powerful leader. What does that mean? It means that you will spend hours and hours banging your head against the wall trying to teach them the error of their ways or just trying to understand how they could think that way. You then become emotionally exhausted, frustrated, and stressed out, and you realize that you're wasting your time. You've gained nothing and lost peace of mind and maybe hours of your life that you could have been doing something far more valuable, like watching cat videos. And number three, the third reason why you should disengage from friends and family who support Trump is because being around Trump supporters without sanctions is co-signing on their crime. Let me put it another way. Let's just say your brother decided to rob a bank and asked you to drive the getaway car. You'd say no. Why? Because even if you don't step foot in the bank yourself, you never touch a gun or take any of the money in the eyes of the law, you know you're going to jail as an accomplice to the crime. Let me give you another example. When we know that foreign governments, let's say like North Korea, is making nuclear weapons, we impose sanctions on them because we want them to stop doing that. We don't want them to create a bomb that could take out half the world. And so it is the same with our Trump-supporting family members. If your brother is a Trump supporter and you welcome him into your home, you feed him a delicious Thanksgiving dinner and otherwise engage with him in a positive way, you are turning a blind eye to his very bad behavior and you are effectively co-signing on his support for Trump and all that he stands for. Where are the sanctions for your brother? Let's review. Why do you need to disengage from Trump-supporting family members and friends? Because their crazy is contagious, because it's futile to try to turn a crazy person sane and will generally only lead to your own mental, spiritual, and physical breakdown. And finally, because ignoring the Trump supporters in your inner circle is akin to ignoring a fox in your henhouse. It will eventually cause trouble. Okay? So that's the why. Really, it's about protecting yourself, and really it is about sending a message to other people that you do not co-sign on Trump's behavior and people who support it. Now, let's talk about what does this look like? How do you divorce your own family members? How do you disengage? So let me just preface this by saying it's not easy. 
straight up, it is so much easier to send articles and memes and Black Lives Matter books to your Trump-supporting friends and family. You just pray that they're going to finally see the light and, you know, you won't have to do anything else. That is easier. It is much easier to do those kinds of things than it is to disengage. It's a lot easier to say, oh, we we just don't talk politics when Uncle Henry comes over and then everybody gets along. If Uncle Henry came over and he was sitting on a pile of money that he just stole from the Piggly Wiggly down the street, would you ignore that? I don't think so. So you can't ignore this crime either. Being an anti-racist warrior isn't easy. I never promised you that. But you can do these things because it's important. Now, I wouldn't ask you to do anything that I wasn't willing to do myself. And I actually just had to disengage and divorce two family members. And this is what I did. I erased their contact information from my phone and instructed my children to do the same. I told my children at the dinner table why we would no longer be engaging with these family members. I said to them, hey, auntie so-and-so and and uncle so-and-so do not have the types of beliefs that are in alignment with what I consider to be common sense or having any type of moral code. We simply do not socialize with those kinds of people. It's not healthy for you guys, and it's not healthy for me. Because I interact with Uncle So-and-So on a far more frequent basis than when we interact with Auntie So-and-So, I also sent an email missive to him and other close family members explaining my stance so there would be no confusion. I fully realize that there may be more family members that I do have to divorce in the near future. And here's what that's really going to look like in real time. It means simply that I will not be sending birthday cards or holiday greetings. I won't be available for phone chats or cute text messages. It also means if holiday gatherings are being held at either of their homes, I won't be attending. And I expect my children will no longer be receiving gifts and messages from these people either. Now that kind of made my kids sad, but they completely understood. Of course, they were actually more horrified and incredulous that their relatives could even be Trump supporters. Because of COVID, this really isn't going to be that hard to do this holiday season because I wouldn't be going to anyone's house anyway. But there is going to come a day and a time when I have to pass up a family gathering because I have made my point that I will not fraternize with anyone who belongs to the cult of Donald Trump. In my honest opinion, yelling, screaming, cajoling, and pleading with people who are deep in their cult-like support of Donald Trump will not be moved by logical reason. So even though it does feel difficult to disengage, I know it's really the only option I have for my own peace of mind and for my own health. And I'm not here to dole out punishments. That's in God's hands. Karma can play too. I'm not disengaging because I want to force people to think the way I do. I'm simply disengaging, like I said, for my own well-being. I'm removing myself and my children from their orbit to protect our well-beings from their twisted thinking. Again, this is not punishment, but perhaps if enough people disengage from those people who cling to racism, white supremacy, and the myth of Donald Trump, they will soon have only each other to blame when their world order comes crashing down. And I do believe it will. It's all about sanctions, people. People who support Donald Trump shouldn't reap the benefits of having clear-headed, open-minded, loving family members and friends to be around. They forfeited that right when they voted for a madman. So let's just recap on the how again. 
It doesn't have to be dramatic. You don't have to change your last name and join the witness protection program. You simply just stop engaging with those people in your life. I do think you should let them know why you're disengaging and then just let the process begin organically. Maybe you don't return their phone calls. Maybe you don't invite them over for tea. Maybe you don't just find reasons to hang out with them. And by all means, don't let them babysit your kids. I personally believe there is room for redemption. I do believe that people can see the error of their ways. People can repent and learn. But you have to see the proof for yourself and you get to decide how and if you want to re-enter that relationship. I said it already and I'm going to say it again. This isn't an easy road to take. But at this point, I think it's the road that we as anti-racism warriors must take if we want to see a world where justice and equality reign. We cannot stand by and pretend a vote for Donald Trump won't have serious repercussions the world over. This is not business as usual in this presidential election. And as we stand less than a week away from the official election date, I feel that more than ever, we're going to see more families and friend groups ripped apart because of Donald Trump and what voting for him indicates about a person's values. The upshot is, while you may lose a friend or family member in this process, you can always add chosen family with shared values to your tribe. That's what I've done, and I'm feeling okay with that. It's a cleansing process. Think of it as cleaning house, throwing out the trash, no more dancing around difficult issues, no more swallowing your anger and drinking too much wine to get through a dinner. You want to be on the right side of history. You want to show your children what it means to stand up for your values and your beliefs. This is your moment to do something important without really doing anything at all. You're just disengaging from a toxic relationship. You're showing that you are standing up for something that you truly believe in, and you're not sitting by and doing nothing. Remember, this is what we talked about in previous episodes about taking action. This is actually not doing anything as a form of action. You're not engaging with these people anymore in your life. I know it's hard, but you can do it. And I believe in you. Thank you for listening, Anti-Racism Warriors. I hope today's lesson left you encouraged for the hard work ahead. Please remember that as you do hard things, you must also do nice things for yourself. An extra nice dinner, a silly movie, red licorice whips or expensive chocolate. Be good to yourselves, friends. The world needs you just as you are. My American Melting Pot is produced by me, Lori L. Tharps. Our editor and technical director is Brad Linder. Our theme music was composed by Sumi Tanoka. Thank you again for listening. And always remember to live your life in color. And don't forget that the next time you hear my voice on this podcast, we could have a new president of the United States. So please exercise your right and vote. Vote like your life depended on it. Thank you.